Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh boy, I'm seeing another story about airlines. And uh, as we're heading into the weekend, you know, it's now Thursday. It was last Thursday that they had the biggest number of cancellations of flights. Uh, we'll see how it goes this weekend, but oh, it's going to be a rough summer for tra- for flying. And I'm going to fly Sunday night and Wednesday of next week, and I will be reporting live live from airports in America, Ugh. as I'm sure at least part of it is going to be miserable. Yeah, yeah, I hope not. But man, I have multiple incoming and outgoing flights and trips and stuff planned, and I, yeah, and some of it, you know, it's it's like multiple legs, so. First one gets screwed up and forget it. It's Just all it takes. you know yeah. what? Walk out of the airport, walk to the nearest mall, get yourself some really good running shoes, and just walk to where you're going. <laughs> a thousand miles, do whatever, whatever it takes. Forest Gumpet, just go yeah. running down a road. <laughs> Forest Gumpet. Anyway, uh, you know, one thing I got to be careful of is putting too much stock in, paying too much attention to thinking about the dopes. Who sometimes, uh, you know, reach out to the show in one way or another. The dopes and trolls. I think I feel like I've gotten better at that. Maybe I'm just going through a good period. I don't know. I feel like I've I've gotten into a good stage on that. But I want to tell the dopes and trolls one thing. The whole country needs to do that, by the way. It's very important. This is not a minor thing. It's very important that all our elected officials, all our all our CEOs of corporations, 
everybody, teachers, everybody learns to ignore the dopes and trolls in social media. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely imperative. So uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to give a little disclaimer here. With some excellent help from uh, JT of Livermore, California, who has apparently unlimited time, resources, and intelligence, all of the above, and does an amazing job researching things and then sending them along. It's really quite wow. extraordinary. I'm, I'm really limited in all of those. I wasn't going to go there. but And uh, JT is just amazing. But um, we're going to talk about what laid the groundwork for the January 6th debacle. Specifically, the 2016 election and, and several others, where the Democratic Party absolutely blazed the trail, paved the street, painted the lines on it, put the bots dots down to guide everybody to January 6th. Absolutely true. This is not whataboutism, because we're not jackasses. All this stuff doesn't make Trump a nice guy, for instance. It doesn't prove that January 16th was a nothing. Both things are true. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Both sides suck sometimes. Oh, my God, I'm blowing your mind. But this is absolutely worth discussing. Uh, JT makes the point, we're never at risk of losing our democracy. Jack, you've said that several times. Contrary to the ongoing narrative, even uh, the Trump faithful almost uh, unanimously stood up to Trump. Except the fools and the trolls. Brad Raffensperger in, in Georgia. The, uh, the gent uh, Bauer in, uh, in uh, Arizona. All sorts of people said, yeah, we voted for you and we support you, but we're not doing what you're, gonna, what you're asking. So it's a good point. Yeah, it reminds but, me of uh, you know the Watergate anniversary, 50-year anniversary of Watergate was last week, and so Watergate's in the news again. And uh, remembers reminds me of uh, the Watergate thing when they talk still talk about perilously close to losing our democracy. Now, among other things, when the president, President Nixon, went to tell told his attorney general, you got to fire the special counsel, he said, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, luckily, so far in our nation's history, have stood up to presidents when they get out of whack. But then this. This is an arguable point. I'm leaning toward agreeing with it. 2016 was even worse than 2020, except for the riot. 2016, clearly worse. To put things in context context specifically related to challenging a POTUS election, just go back to 2016, where Hillary claimed and is still claiming that the 2016 election was stolen. 2016 was labeled illegitimate by scads of Hillary supporters and Democrats in general. But wait, it gets better. Unlike in 2020, remember where all those states said, no, we're not appointing alternate electors. We're not sending these people to Congress. They can't come in. In 20, Unlike 2020, 2016, there are 10 actual faithless electors trying to illegally move votes from Trump to other candidates uh, actually appeared. Provides the link. In 2016, 10 members of the Electoral College voted or attempted to vote for a candidate different from the ones to whom they were pledged. 
three of those votes were invalidated under the faithless elector laws of their respective states, and the elector either subsequently voted for the pledge candidate or was replaced by someone who did. Um, although there have been a combined total of 155 instances of individual electors voting faithlessly prior to 2016, it had been over a hundred years since electors worked to alter the result of the election. Did not know that. First time in a hundred years. Uh, as a result of the seven successfully cast faithless votes, the Democratic Party nominee, Hillary Clinton, lost five of her pledged electors, while the Republican Party nominee and then-President-elect uh, Donald Trump lost two. So the whole faithless elector thing actually happened in 2016, which is interesting. Uh, secondly, uh, nearly 70 Democrats boycotted Trump's uh, inauguration. I remember that. Which was, which was more than... I was there. That's right. Dressed like a spy. <laughs> yeah, not not really on purpose, but turned out that way. Dressed like a B-movie spy. Secret Service had a red dot on his forehead the entire time. Anyway. <laughs> Going back to the account at the time from Elise V. Beck, uh, the day or two before uh, Inauguration Day in the Washington Post, Nearly 70 House Democrats, uh, at last count, have declared they will not attend the inauguration on Capitol Hill this week. And that's not just rude or I don't like Trump or whatever. Um, uh, Over They are boycotting it over what they describe as his alarming and divisive policies, foreign interference in his election, and his criticism of civil rights icon John Lewis, a congressman from Georgia. So they made the the they made the statement out loud that no, he got elected illegitimately because of foreign interference, which of course, other than the Russians trolling people on Facebook, just wasn't true. I mean, and the Russians are constantly feeding misinformation, disinformation. Um, let's see, da, da, da. the John Lewis stuff is just dopey. Trump said something rude about John Lewis. John Lewis is a congressman; he signed up to have rude stuff said about him. Um, so anyway. Pitching the whole idea that this was an illegitimate election. And this piece from the New York Times, an opinion piece from Dr. Derek T. Muller, law professor at the University of Iowa who specializes in election law. And this is from uh, 2016. As Republicans in Congress prepared, I'm sorry, it's from 2020. As Republicans in Congress prepare to formally contest the outcome of the 2020 presidential election on Wednesday, many of them have cited precedent for their effort. Similar complaints lodged by Democrats in other presidential elections. After Republican victories in 2000, 2004, and 2016, for instance, Democrats in Congress used the formal counting of electoral votes as an opportunity to challenge election results. But the history of Democratic efforts to contest the outcomes of presidential elections is not a history worth emulating. On the contrary, it only underscores that the certification of a president-elect's victory by the House and Senate is an improper form for the airing of political grievances Mm. and an inappropriate occasion to re-adjudicate the decisions of the states concerning things like vote tallies, recounts, and audits. This guy goes on eloquently and at length, blasting both parties, but particularly the Democrats in those three elections, for pulling the very shenanigans they're now breathless over from 2020. And the uh, never-ending repeating that Stacey Abrams had the election stolen from her when there was no evidence of that, it just sows the seeds for people that that's a thing. 
And it got us where it got us. And it could be significantly worse in 2024 as we have lots of people on both sides who don't trust um, the system at all. And good God, who knows where this takes us. Oh, it's dangerous. Really, really dangerous. And this guy's summary is, most recent efforts by Democrats to throw out electoral votes went nowhere in large part because the losing candidates, Gore, Kerry, and Clinton, had conceded the election and did not encourage Congress to reject the vote. This election is different, of course. Mr. Trump continues to argue that the election was stolen, rigged, and that ballot stuffing took place. And Vice President Mike Pence has indicated support for efforts to challenge the election outcome in light of those claims. He, he ended up not. But there's no evidence to support those claims. State of, And this is a guy who's just spent paragraph after paragraph lambasting the Democrats. Uh, state officials have certified the election results without more evidence. The electoral votes from every state should be accepted by all members of Congress, including all Republicans. So that stuff going back to the 2016 election, that stuff is what uh, we've been talking about now for a while was just I can I can I'm almost tired of saying virtue signaling. Uh, is there a different phrase I can use? I can indicate to my crowd that I'm so displeased with this and the the, the structure will hold up. I mean, there's there are enough people. That I'm not going to like overturn an election. I'm not going to do anything crazy. But I'm going to indicate how unhappy I am by doing this. Everybody just feels like they can go that far down the road of saying wacky stuff or doing wacky stuff, and all the institutions will hold. And we're getting close to where they aren't going to hold. Yeah, I can shout. The president was not legitimately elected, and we should have a revolution. And boy, watch the fundraising dollars pour in. Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, there are people who are unhinged with guns and diseased minds who are actually ready to kill people. I'm just fundraising, say the cynics. Oy. Got another dumb keep, headline for you. Keep playing with fire. I don't know if I'm going to do any of these stories or I'm only going to do the dumb headlines. But here's another dumb headline. Jacuzzis can be hacked. New remote control jacuzzis. I think I have one of those. I think I lost the remote control. But. Jacuzzis huh. can be hacked and turned into hot, stinky soup, researcher warns. So apparently our people are going around hacking your jacuzzi like from the street or a nearby yard, turning up the heat so that when you go to get in it next time, it's a hot, stinky soup. That's really nasty. <laughs> it's gross. Have you ever... That's you, so you, gross. Do you know the smell of a jacuzzi that doesn't have the right uh, pH balance and everything Ugh. like that? That's a particularly... Well, it's 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 human skin soup is what it is. It's a particularly... It's a particularly bad smell. It is a sickener. It is a particularly bad smell. So don't get your jacuzzi hacked. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff on the way. You can join us anytime you want on the text line. 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A new report that said jacuzzis can actually be hacked and controlled by other people remotely. The next time you're relaxing in a jacuzzi, remember that the Russians can boil you like a lobster. (laughs) Apparently all the hackers met up like, I'll take credit cards, I'll take bank accounts, I'll take jacuzzis. Boil you like a lobster? That's rough. I don't think that's true. Funny. Uh, I hope I wouldn't have done that as a youngster if I figured out how. I was aware, though, that you could change people's TV channels with uh, remote controls back in the day, so I had done that. 
But that's harmless. People would just look at each other. Right. What the? Did you change that? I didn't change that. <laughs> Jesse Smollett is out of jail and insists he's not a piece of s, and that he gained, gained clarity while in jail. You know, if you have to insist you're not a piece of crap, there's a pretty good chance you're a piece of crap. Uh, he actually said, "If I had done this, because he still denies that he did, I'd be a piece of s, and I don't think that's really questionable." So, okay. The sort of yeah. person that would do what he was convicted of is a piece of ass, but he didn't do it. All right, yeah. whatever. Well, he's he's Go very away. pretty and talented. He's just kind of a dope. Elon Musk's an interesting dude. He says things that a lot of uh, successful business people don't say on a regular basis. Like, my company's way overvalued. Remember he said that about Tesla? Which is mm-hmm. almost certainly true, but normally a person wouldn't say that. And he said this, I'm learning from the Washington Post... Tesla's new factories in Berlin and Austin are gigantic money furnaces right now, Musk told members of a club of Silicon Valley Tesla owners in Austin. There would be like a giant roaring sound, which is a sound of money on fire, he added, about his new <laughs> his new uh, plants that he's got in Berlin and, uh, and Austin. That's hmm. interesting. Huh? You're I right. Did. That is not something generally a CEO is going to say out loud. We're making the requisite investments and planning on the future in Berlin. It's a very promising market. We're looking at the long-term strategy, and while now we are facing difficult headwinds, I think, no, this is a money furnace, a giant roaring sound, which is the sound of money on fire, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of rich guys saying stuff, coming up, Warren Buffett says there's one key choice in life that separates the dreamers from the doers. So my kids and I are watching The Simpsons the other night, and it's an old episode, and Mr. Burns ends up running a casino, and they, 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 they take him into like some Howard Hughes territory. It's weird. Maybe you remember it, maybe you don't. But anyway, I paused the show and explained it to my kids that when I was their age, the world's richest man was Howard Hughes, and he was a weirdo, and he let his toenails and fingernails grow long, and like he was scared of germs and like lived in a, a hotel and all this stuff. And I was thinking... Um, I wonder if Elon, because Howard Hughes was a very cool, eccentric, but cool guy when he was younger. I wonder if yeah. Elon Musk has some weirdness in his future as he ages, if he continues to be the world's richest man. Because hmm. it, can it, can it, it can make you weird, obviously. Yeah, well, he's already got kids named various letters and numbers and stuff. Yeah, uh, so that's, that's borderline weird. Somebody sent me this. It's almost certainly fake, but it's still funny. Um, it's a, it's a, a little piece of paper with a message on it stuck under the windshield wiper on a car. And the caption is, when I'm bored, I go to Walmart and put these on people's cars windows. And it's just handwriting. It says, call me, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is hilarious. Wow. Like 80% of people or so it would have no effect on, like it'd have no effect on me. But, um, it'd be a certain chunk of people would be like, holy crap. <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> Too many pranks. Uh, too many pranks. I thought this was really cool. Came across this yesterday. So in Spain, there is a cave with hands stenciled in the cave. Like the, the cave people, because this is going back thousands of years, had drawn around their hands. And there's one from 37,000 years ago, and then over in the cave in another spot, one from 24,000 years ago, meaning they are 13,000 years apart in that people were drawing their stencils of their hands. 
You know, when I made a second grade hand turkey for my parents, it never I never dreamed that that had been happening for tens of thousands of years. I thought that really put things in perspective of uh, the passage of time and human beings and the things that we do. If you miss an hour of the show, grab podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. He's a 10, but he has the exact same voice as your brother. Four. Three. He's a two, but he really knows how to dress. Five. Eight. He's a four, but he has really, really good tattoos. Seven. Seven. Ten. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nine, but wears open toe flip (laughs) Two. He's a 10, but on a daily basis, he wears really long basketball shorts and wife beaters. One. <laughs> Negative 12. <laughs> okay, so what? what is obviously girls rating guys? What is that going on there? Well, TikTok evidently is uh, temporarily obsessed with a new game called 10. 
And you got the idea of it. You know, if a, a guy in the case of all those gals is a, a seven in terms of good looking, but he does this, what does that turn him into? Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. Funny. I got you. Great tattoos <laughs> takes you up a couple. Uh, Flip flops takes you down a few. Or what, what were they saying? Open-toed Crocs? Or I they were know. giggling so much I couldn't understand them. I, so I saw a woman in high-heeled Crocs the other day. Do you know that's a thing? Platform, no. platform Stop Crocs. It. They weren't like there are platform Crocs. Yeah, for women or men. I shouldn't. Stop using gendered language. We have uh, <laughs> platform Crocs for both menstruating people and testicle toting people <laughs> what would you call dudes so long basketball shorts and a wife beater t-shirt really takes you down the guys just if you want to know for those girls anyway well for those girls that's like i i don't know why i found that really amusing and kind of cute uh durr this is not a, in the least amusing nor cute uh, your perv update featuring comedy stars of the past and football stars of the present stay with us for that and you've got Warren to, Buffett. okay yes go ahead go ahead oh I was going to tease that. After you! Uh, Supreme Court. I forgot the Supreme Court's releasing cases today, and uh, so far nothing on the abortion, the Roe versus Wade. So, looks like maybe that's not coming out again today. All right, a couple I'm other cases. You, that is going to be their final yoink, we're out of town case. Um, Wall Street Journal's got an interesting article from a couple of political scientists. The reason they wrote this was Elon Musk, to mention him again. Uh, he tweeted something out the other day, a cartoon about the political spectrum and how he was a center-left Democrat in 2008, and now he's a center-right Republican, and that he hasn't changed anything. The parties has mo- have moved. A whole bunch of uh, political scientists on the left... Uh, jumped in with arguments and various op-eds around the country saying, no, the, the the Republican Party has moved way more to the right than the Democratic Party has moved to the left, blah, 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 blah. So these two political scientists writing in the Wall Street Journal, well, I'll, I'll read what they wrote, um, named Verlin Lewis and Hiram uh, Lewis. I don't know if they're related or not. That debating, You don't run into that many Verlins these days. Not enough. That debating whether Democrats have moved farther left than Republicans have right flattens myriad shifts in policy stances into an inappropriately two-dimensional spectrum. Yes, partisans are increasingly angry, tribal, and isolated in media echo chambers, they write. But to attribute this to positions on a mythical left-right spectrum misunderstands our politics entirely. Further, they contend that when it comes to polarization, tribalism is a much stronger force than policy commitments today. True politicians are increasingly breaking the norms of decency. Ideologues are increasingly uncivil. Protesters are increasingly militant. And increasing numbers of Americans are unwilling to accept the outcomes of elections. But these extreme behaviors aren't the product of extreme commitment to ideas so much as political tribes. I think that is 100% correct. As you saw, well, you've seen in a couple of cycles now, it's been going this way for a while. But uh, Trump, particularly... With candidates now, it used to be, well, in other countries, I, I need to back way up here. In other countries, their democracies, I learned recently, um, they're, they have parties, and their party believes something, and they get a candidate that is going to tout those beliefs. In mm-hmm. our country, at least currently, the parties wait to see who the candidate is, the candidate has policies, and then the party says, that's what we're for. For instance, right. Trump had several things that were absolutely 
antithetical to everything Republicans had believed for, in some cases, centuries, um, or conservatives had believed, like his his trade beliefs. But the party, he's our candidate, so you go with that. And it's it's happened on both sides. And so it's not policies that most of us are married to. It's the party in whatever direction my candidate and my party goes. I'm with it 100%, and I will actually literally fight you to make that happen, even if a minute ago that was something on the other side. Well, and right, and since the the energy, the engine of what your party is this year is a personality, it becomes a cult of personality. Right, yeah, I'm personally, in my own life, I'm trying really hard now to be only policy-centered and not care a whit or have any emotion attached to which side is particularly backing it or the person involved. I just I think that's a better way to go. It's obviously a better way to go. Why am I uh, watering it down? Like I don't. I'm a hundred percent convinced it's a better way to go than right. tying it to a personality and whatever they believe is what I believe. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Of course. Um, and and dopey too. It's funny you should bring that up. Uh, I want to read that whole piece, but um, the very thing I was contemplating during the commercial break, oddly enough. Uh, I probably should have been flipping through Twitter or something, reading awful people saying awful things. But I was contemplating the fact that if you're a conservative, were a conservative, even 10, 15 years ago, I'm talking not the social conservative thing so much as a fiscal conservative, a limited government person, whatever, you'd probably be labeled a libertarian these days because the Republican Party has so little fiscal conservatism and small government in it. And I was reminded of Thomas Sowell's uh, fabulous uh, statement about the civil rights thing, was, which is, if you've always believed that everyone should play by the same rules and be judged by the same standards, that would have gotten you labeled a radical 60 years ago, a liberal 30 years ago, and a racist today. I think the definitions shift so much and so quickly, especially these days, they're almost useless. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would say they use examples of the right, uh, uh, isolationist, protectionist. You know, some of the trade stuff that I mentioned on the left. They use the example of Democrats now turn away from free speech. That used to be their thing, but it's not and anymore. Censorship. I yeah, mean, let's let's. Yeah, and, and it's obviously not anymore. So how do you uh, also on the right? If you want to do the same thing. Um, how about morality? It used to be a function of the Republican Party that a candidate had to have certain moral virtues, um, and you could not be president. Well, we obviously changed that to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's interesting. Uh, speaking of uh, rich people saying things, once again, uh, this Warren Buffett thing I found found kind of interesting. It, it's It's almost disappointingly self-evident what he says, but... It includes a saying that I don't think I knew, although I'm forgetful enough. I might have heard it and forgotten it. But he was uh, advising students at the University of Florida School of Business. The key, he says, to being successful is you can get rid of oh, it, you got to change your bad habits before they change you. He said you can get rid of it a lot easier at your age than at my age because most behaviors are habitual. Most behaviors are habitual. Everybody should think about that every day. Yeah, well, you brought us the gem that is stuck in my mind, uh, uh, that uh, habits are hard to break. Good or bad. Not, not, yeah, not bad habits, which are, but all habits, including good ones. Yeah. If you've ever had a good habit, you know that. 
that you, you, you're like compelled to go to the gym because that's your habit or whatever your habit is. But then the old Omahaan unleashed his drop the mic moment. And this is a saying I'm not sure I knew. The old the, Omahaan. The chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. I've not heard that. No, that's pretty the good. The chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. So if you're doing something you know ain't good, but you figure, yeah, it's not harming me. And uh, I'm kind of uncomfortable with this discussion. Um, By the time you have to change, you might not be able to. That's a problem with the bad habits, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's the the good good thing about the good habits. When I was in the habit of running every day, and I was for quite a few years, it was really hard to skip a day. Just every part of my being was like, this is wrong. Because it was a habit I had. I had the same yeah. problem with bad habits, like all of us. Yeah. Uh, boy, I'm reminded of uh, Bob Marley's, Bob Marley's, Jacob Marley's ghost there. And uh, Bob Marley doesn't make even a single appearance in A Christmas Carol. <laughs> Indeed, it's his cousin, Jacob Marley, who has all those super heavy chains around him. Bob Marley in A Christmas Carol. A Rasta Christmas Carol. <laughs> brought to you by, I don't dare finish that sentence. Uh, <laughs> And so this discussion then segues into three habits to acquire, which I thought I'd throw at you just for chuckles. Uh, One, begin your day unplugged. This guy says, uh, I'd become acclimated to grabbing the phone within seconds of being awoken, checking my notifications and email. Uh, You know, I do like to wake up and and go to my favorite news sources. Sure. It's not the first thing I do for me. It's about the second thing I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh. But then I, I I have some quiet time, too, because he just thinks it's best to start the day with some quiet time. But f- for me, honestly, uh, it turns my brain on and makes me interested in the world um, instead of thinking, oh, God, I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. God, I wish I, would, I wish I could get I talk, talking to somebody about this the other day. I wish I could get up early enough to meditate before I start the day. And I just I just I've never been able to do anything at the beginning of the day. Exercise, meditate, whatever good thing is. I just never have. I just the 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 first day and the tenth day I try it I think I'll do it tomorrow and I sleep another fifty no. minutes. Oh God! So well, you weak. meditate with your brain, right? Well, your brain's telling you now I'd rather sleepitate than meditate. <laughs> so you do it. Uh, then a couple more thoughts uh, that Warren Buffett's always uh, pushing: learn from others. That's the short way to describe it. He said you will move in the direction of the people that you associate with. Man, so true. it's important to associate with people that are better than yourself. Yeah, you see, or at your, least good. <laughs> you certainly see it in your kids. It's true as an adult. Absolutely, boy, I got a good example, but I can't talk about it. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's certainly true with adults. Absolutely, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, wow. And uh, the finest is don't neglect self-care. Back to your meditating thing. Uh, you spend a lot of time meeting with others, taking care of the teams, your business, etc. You don't take care of yourself. It's all for naught. Huh? What's he mean by take care of yourself? Oh, you know, the usual stuff. Sleep, exercise, uh, diet. Uh, uh, you know, don't uh, be, say yes to everything to the point that it runs mm. you to death. Yeah, that's a good one. I got to think about that more i got to establish some more good habits. I wonder, I, 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 we've read this, we've talked about this. How long does it take to establish a habit? I forget. We had that story 
the latest science on that not long just ago. Make, just make something up. Nobody eight, will know. Eight to ten weeks. I think it is. That's so, right. I think it is something like that. I might. I'll look that up. By the way, big Supreme Court ruling on guns. Uh, just down, a uh, New York gun control law that required people to show proper cause to get a license to carry a concealed handgun outside the home. The vote is 6-3. The court struck that down. That could have reverberations around the country. Uh, we'll talk more about that coming up. Joe almost went to law school, so he'll oh yeah he'll, he'll dig into it and really lay some wisdom on us. All that's next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. In their view, this was a bad case uh, to make some good law, uh, and they did so. This is a 6-3 decision. Uh, You have Justice Thomas looking at the history of the Second Amendment, looking at the holding in Heller, and saying that the answer is clear, that you cannot impose this burden on uh, gun owners to be able to carry a concealed weapon. There you go, a Supreme Court ruling that has just come down, a 6-3 ruling. What do we know? 
The Supreme Court, Jack, struck down a New York law that placed strict limits on carrying guns outside the home, saying it was at odds with the Second Amendment, specifically the New York law. And it's just not New York. Stay tuned. The New York law said you have to show the authorities a specific need to carry that gun that they say is a good enough reason. Otherwise, you can't. That's the way it is in the county I live in, and uh, no need is good enough unless you happen to know the sheriff. Well, the New York law requires that people seeking license to carry a handgun outside their homes show proper cause. California, Hawaii, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Rhode Island have similar laws. While some of those are runty, east coasty states, they have big populations. That's a lot of people. God, I'd say. You throw in California there. So um, the governor of New York just came out, and I don't have her exact quote. I know she said it's unconscionable or irresponsible at this particular time of gun violence, blah, blah, blah. It'll be a bloodbath, et cetera, et cetera. This is a horrible ruling. Uh, Jane Crawford, the legal analyst of CBS News, does not agree with that. Won't have that broad of an application because this case only focused on laws like the state of New York's, and there's only five other states that have this kind of law, where to get a permit to carry a gun outside the home for self-defense, you have to show to a judge or a law enforcement officer that you have a special need for it. Every state in the country allows people to carry concealed weapons outside their homes. Half of the states don't even require permits. The rest of them, like New York and others, require you to to get one. But New York was different because... Okay, excellent that she pointed that out. Because you're going to hear a lot of, particularly on your mainstream left channels, echoing what the governor of New York said, that now of all times after Uvalde and the shooting, blah, blah, blah. Like, if I'm allowed to carry a gun, I'm going to all of a sudden shoot up a grocery store. Um, right. And and if I were going to shoot up a grocery store, the law wouldn't stop me. See, that's a problem with a lot of gun laws. But um, I, I like Jim yep. Crawford. I was going to go slaughter a bunch of innocent people at a grocery store, but it just occurred to me there's a law against me bringing the gun there. Good Lord, the illogic of it. But I like Jan Crawford pointing out that plenty of states have had this for a long time. In a bunch of states, you don't need to have, there's, there are no rules whatsoever for having to do And are there stacks and stacks of bodies in those states? Do you endlessly hear about the murders because of those rules? No, you do not. But no. you will hear today people acting like this new rule for the five states it matters to is going to make a huge difference. So there you go. That'll get clicks. I'll be interested. How will this actually play out in the state of California, where I live, or the other four states? Uh, Well, they'll slow walk it as fast as they can. They'll slow walk it as fast as they can. Right. You hate to have that. Yogi Berra-esque there, but no, I mean it. They'll they'll figure out the most effective way to drag yeah. their feet. Sure. Uh, the history of court rulings on this is actually kind of interesting. They mentioned the giant 08 District of Columbia versus Heller, where the Supreme Court recognized an individual right to keep guns in the home for self-defense, etc. But then... And that's from last, the... Did you say the year that was 90... Early 08. 90s? 08, okay. So, mm-hmm. um, so for, for New York particularly... The Heller ruling and this ruling, prior to those two rulings, you couldn't own a handgun and you couldn't get a concealed weapon. Now you can. That's a pretty big deal for New York. 
Yeah. Um, so they mentioned that lower courts have generally sustained gun control laws, but were divided on the question posed by the case from New York, whether you can stop law-abiding citizens from carrying guns outside the home unless they satisfy the authorities that they have to. Uh, last year, the infamous U.S. Uh, Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco upheld Hawaii's similar law by a 7-4 to vote. Uh, federal appeals court in Chicago, on the other hand, struck down an Illinois law that banned carrying guns in public, and a federal appeals court in Washington struck down a restrictive D.C. law that it said amounted to a total ban on most D.C. residents' right to carry a gun. So, I mean, there's just been so much mixed jurisprudence on this. It's almost got to go to the Supreme Court, and, well, it has in this case. Right. Let me just read a little bit from the decision. How much time do I have, Michael? Because I have a point I want to make. A minute 20. Okay. Uh, Tim Sandifer tweeted out this portion of the argument. We reiterate, said the majority, when the Second Amendment's plain text covers an individual's conduct, the Constitution presumptively protects that conduct. The government must then justify its regulation by demonstrating that it is consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearm regulation. I don't I didn't I wasn't sure what the right ruling was on the whole concealed carry thing, but I have known forever that it can't be right that in the county I live live in almost nobody gets a concealed permit and the county next to me practically anybody who asks does. Obviously mm-hmm. that can't square. One of those can't square with the second amendment and it has been ruled today. And we're familiar with both your county and, and similar ones where it is literally, if you know the sheriff, you'll get it to the permit. It's just a completely arbitrary. Yeah, which is, yeah, exactly. Well, interesting. Interesting. 6-3 ruling. The Trump judges, which was the argument for a lot of people who voted for Trump, that the judges would make a difference, and they have, probably. Uh, if you miss an hour, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.